Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you're having a good weekend. Oh my goodness. I'm looking at the forecast here and it's it's like outdoors time. That's just, <laughs> let's just cut to the, ch- it, it's outdoors time. It's it's good to be outdoors. I mean, beautiful weather today, beautiful weather for Easter tomorrow, you know. So that'll, that will be nice. Looking forward to, uh, looking forward to that. Ah. Crack open the windows, air the house out a little bit. That does sound like, yeah, there's, okay, there's a little yard work to be done, but it's not uh, not a bad weekend to get out there and, and enjoy. Now, unfortunately, I, I wish, <laughs> I wish I had better info for you as far as, uh, as far as the fishing goes, um, especially since we have a new sponsor for the uh, WKTY Outdoors Hotspot, and uh, that's Powerhouse Marine. So thank you very much to Powerhouse Marine for sponsoring the uh, the Hotspot Report. You know, as far as places to go, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> with the water, you certainly have more places to go. But really, uh, and I talked to the folks up at uh, Fat Cat this morning here uh, up in Trempolo and just to, to get the fishing report, you know, the fishing has been decent this week. I mean, the water's going back up again here, so... Uh, it's, it's maybe going to be a little tricky, you know, certainly you're not going to be wanting to fish below any of the, uh, uh, dams or anything. Um, there's just so much current coming through, uh, right now that it's not even going to be worth the effort, but you know what, if you can find, uh, places out of the current, you know, the backwater areas, um, just be careful in, in there, um, or uh, you may be needing a new lower unit or something fun like that. Uh, but you know, if you can find those places out of the current, um, the walleye and perch bite were doing pretty well. Um, uh, and so it's you know, there's opportunities out there to to get out there and do some fishing. And I, I mean, I've seen a few boats out there, but you're certainly again, you're not going to want to be in the uh, not going to want to be in the main channel. That's a little too. Uh, a little too fast right now. Let me. I'm taking a look here at the uh, the current flow here this morning uh, up by uh, Dresback. Yeah, 150,000 cubic feet per second, and it's uh, um, you know 146 up at Trempolo, 132 in Winona, 138 up in Minnesota City. Um, you know, Genoa is 136, 152 in Linksville. 
So, I mean, you know, that's just a lot of water moving a lot <laughs> at a lot of speed. So, yeah, that's just not not conducive to, to doing good fishing. But the fish are in, you know, in the walleye bite right now is, is doing pretty well. I mean, you know, if it weren't for the fact that we have this high water, the walleye bite I think would be just killer right now. I mean, the water temperature is right in that good range, uh, mid in, in the mid-40s right now. And like I said, when I spoke to the folks up at Fat Cat, the walleye bite's doing pretty well. Um, they're finding uh, they're all just kind of bunched up right now in uh, in current seams. Uh, so if you can find, find a good current seam, um, man, give those, uh, give those places a try. And there's certainly plenty of places, you know, I'd, I'd think about trying to find, uh, you know, maybe a little current area like a, a lake on Alaska or someplace like that. Uh, maybe down by Stoddard, some of those backwater areas in there where, uh, you know, there is, obviously there is going to be some flow in there, but, uh, um, you know, again, just off that current, um, that main current, I think you'll you'll find some uh, find some decent fish. I was maybe thinking about doing a little pan fishing this weekend, but I don't know if that's going to uh, be real or is realistic or not. Maybe I'll have to get the heavier stuff out and think about doing a little walleye fishing instead. Um, perch bite was doing pretty well uh, by at least up by Trempolo anyway by the dam. Um, the funny, yeah, and and talking this morning here too, and obviously with the high water and the water's going back up again. I mean, in in La Crosse here, we're looking at you know, topping out somewhere in around fourteen and a half feet. Um, so it's it's still got a ways. It's it's sitting at about thirteen five right now, um, and so it's still got another another foot to come up here in the next few days and it'll probably it'll probably crash somewhere uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere in there. Um and then uh and then start to drop back down again. And boy did I, you know what? Earlier in the week it certainly came down quick. I was surprised. You know, just driving past Pettybone Park, you know, that's all closed off and everything, but uh it it came down fast. So I'm hoping that um at least with this next little surge anyway is that it will uh um drop off pretty quick once we uh once we hit the crest which i'm hoping it will do anyway so but yeah it, it, like i said find those current seams um and, and i think you can maybe find some decent walleyes uh perch bites doing pretty well so um can't really tell you m- much else uh as far as you know what to go for um, obviously, you know, a lot of landings aren't open. Um, oh, anyway, I know, I, I know what I was going to say here. I was going to say that, uh, on the phone to this morning here, there were guys catching fish in the parking lot, <laughs> the Trumbolo Dam there. I mean, again, you know, and if you, if you've been to, if you've been to that landing up there, uh, and obviously the, the road and everything is closed or, but, um, you know, in that parking lot, yeah, I mean, it, it sort of acts like a current break, you know. You got some depth, you got a little, you know, not much in the way of cover, but you've certainly got uh, 
a place out of the current for the fish to hang out in. And hey, if there's bait in there, bait fish in there, and I'm sure that water is probably uh, just given the, you know the black top and things like that. I'm sure that water, you know, with this sun that we've been having here, I'm sure that parking lot water in that general area or whatever is going to be a little bit warmer than uh, than the rest of the river anyway. So yeah, I can I can definitely see where uh, where the fish would be working their way in there if there's uh, appropriate food. And I'm sure there probably is, you know, a little warm, like I said, a little warmer water. That's always going to, always going to draw in fish. You know? Whether you can catch them or not, that's a whole nother matter, but yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I would try to, try to find those, uh, try to find those current seams. And again, I mean, you've got plenty of places to choose from, uh, but yeah, off the main current uh, is, is going to be, going to be a great place. Just be, like I said, be real careful. Um Current's pretty strong right now, um, certainly. And and oh, I know what I was going to add in here as well. If you are going to be uh, had a plastic, seem to be working pretty well right now. Um, so don't have real color selections for you, but I'm guessing too. Uh, you know, bucktail jigs probably do well with those as well. Uh, again, I'm thinking that maybe something a little bit. You know, if you've got any kind of current there. Um, you're going to definitely want something a little bit heavier than uh, than what you normally fish, just simply because of all the water, and you want to get it you want to get it into that zone and uh, in a reasonable presentation. So uh, that is uh, something to something to think about, anyway. But yeah, weather wise, it's going to be, eh, you know I already seen a few boats uh, you know just on my short drive into to work this morning here. I already have seen a couple and. I'm sure it's. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be. Uh, there'll be a few out on the out on the river today. Just like I said, be really, really careful if you are uh, if you are headed out today. Um, that uh, that water isn't anything to anything to be messing with, especially with all that uh, with all that current. And just be careful, you know. Just man, just I'm just, and, and I haven't, you know. I haven't really seen a whole lot or whatever. It's pro- by this point anyway, we've had so much high water and so much current. I'm sure a lot of that, for lack of a better term, trash and junk has been kind of washed out, washed away, washed down, whatever, however you want to put it. But, um, you know, there's still, uh, you know, some debris out there, and you certainly want to be careful if you're in an area that has got maybe, that's, you know, certainly flooded anyway. And yeah, just be careful. Make sure you got the life vest on, and all that. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, a little bit later on in the program here. So, again, uh, just be safe if you're you're headed out this weekend, and enjoy the beautiful weather. Birds are flying around, and it's uh, it's going to be gorgeous. It is going to be gorgeous. So, thank you again to Powerhouse Marine for uh, uh, sponsoring the Hotspot Report here this morning on WKTY Outdoors. It's coming up on eight twenty. Take a a short break and actually uh, get to talk a little bit. Obviously, it's you know we're getting into the nice weather here and and getting the kids out. Talk a little bit about um, capturing those memories. That's going to be one thing uh, uh, you'll certainly want to do. So make sure you uh, have the camera or phone and everything ready here and talk a little bit a little bit about that coming up on the uh, on the program here in just a few moments. uh, Among other things. 
talk a little bit about uh, deer hunting, turkey hunting, uh, fishing, obviously. There's a lot of stuff to cover here between uh, now and 9 o'clock. So I'll take a short break. Be back in just a few moments as WKTY Outdoors continues here on WKTY 96.7 FM and 5.80 AM. the stories of the hot spots where the fish are biting and you're thinking can my old boat and motor get me there here's a solution for that a new bennington pontoon that's powered by a new yamaha four-stroke outboard available at powerhouse marine not only will this provide you with a way to get you to the hot spot but you can also enjoy the day on the river with your family doing some great sightseeing or if you're more a fishing boat kind of guy how about a new low fishing boat with a yamaha outboard a new low boat is great Great for not only fishing, but also pulling water skiers. Nobody knows boats and pontoons in this area like the guys at Powerhouse Marine. Wants to help you find your own hot spots? Check the different Hummingbird Helix fish finders also available. Maybe you just need a new trolling motor. Powerhouse Marine has a great selection of new Minn Kota trolling motors. So whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a Bennington or a new low fishing skiing boat, check with Powerhouse Marine and get to your hot spot. City Life. You're in the thick of it. Neighbors can be friendly, but you prefer them further away. You're looking for something more quiet, more relaxing, room to stretch out, absorbing the vibrant colors of all four seasons. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or that perfect country home you imagine every time you hear your neighbors. Whatever you're looking for, Tony can seek it out. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Summer, a Wisconsin three-month window. A time to sit in the backyard with friends. But how's the yard looking? At Ace of Lacrosse, they can hook you up if your lawn needs some work. They have all the tools and materials to get you green. And when you're ready to entertain, check out their coolers, some sweet lawn chairs, and a great grill. Everything you need to get your yard summer ready. Don't miss our three-month window for outdoor backyard fun at Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. There are lots of ways to spend your advertising monies. Carla Doolittle from Mark Jewelers. Instead of putting all those monies into lots of little different places, we chose to focus on one avenue, Midwest Family Broadcasting. Hi, I'm Chuck Mefford. Take your good local business and turn it into a great local brand with the experts at Midwest Family Broadcasting. They came up with a plan for branding Mark Jewelers. Having Midwest Family Broadcasting convince me to do these ads was not an easy feat. But now that we've done it, people know me before they come in my store. Make your business famous with a Brandsformation, the four-step marketing system proven to give your business real and measurable return on investment. Midwest Family Broadcasting follows through with the ideals of Chuck Mepford. Together, they work really well. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you for doing uh, for joining me this morning on the uh, on the show on a lovely Easter weekend here. 
And, of course, the program is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And before we hop back into uh, chatting about the outdoors and fishing here, we'll, uh, I guess we'll stay indoors to a certain extent here. Just a quick rundown of our uh, sports calendar here for the weekend, uh, just so you know. Uh, coming up at 535 on our sister station, uh, WIZM 1410 AM, uh, that's where we've got the Dodger Brewer game for you this evening. Uh, again, that'll start at 535 on uh, on our sister station, WIZM 1410 AM. Uh, that's because we've got uh, the Bucks game starting here at 630 um, as they take on the Pistons in Game 3 of the uh, first round of the playoffs there for the NBA. Uh, and then on Sunday, the Brewers move back over uh, over to WKTY. Uh, we will have that game starting at 12.35 tomorrow afternoon here, again, on WKTY. And then the uh, Brewers take on the Cardinals uh, starting at 6.10 on Monday evening uh, on WIZM. And then uh, is uh, it's game four for the uh, Bucks pistons uh, That'll be starting at 6.30 uh, here on WKTY. So basketball, a little baseball. Fun stuff. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to catching those games. Listening to you can oh, good stuff. Anyhow, let's uh, let's hop back into uh, talk of the outdoors here, and you know now that the weather's getting nice, you know you got and you know maybe uh, maybe it's finally time to take uh, take the kids out for that first fishing trip, you know. Find some place, a little pond somewhere that hasn't uh, that hasn't flooded out. <laughs> ah, they're out there. There's places, sure there are. You know, but yeah, take the kids out for that first fishing trip, and you know, maybe your little son or daughter, or both for that matter. You know, brings in one of those huge monster five-inch bluegills. <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, big fish. You know. Good stuff. Always fun memories. Or maybe, you know, you're out uh, out with your buddies and you haul in the, what turns out to maybe be the uh, the biggest walleye you've ever caught. You know? And more than likely, you know, since you're probably not going to have a, uh, uh, you know, you're not going to be like the Infisherman crew or uh, one of these outdoor shows, you know, with the professional photographers along, you know, you still want to, you still want to capture that memory, you know. You still want to get that shot or two, and uh, maybe of, of, you know, your trophy fish, or maybe your son or daughter's uh, "quote unquote" trophy fish. <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. Well, you know what? Uh, you think about the gear. You think, you know, and when when you think about gear, you know, you're thinking about the fishing gear, the tackle, and and you know, the rods, reels, the bait. Anything and everything, you know. But you know, a little pre-planning can go a long way to 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 make sure that you uh, correctly capture the moment of a lifetime. And it is. It's 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 like one of my and 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 from personal experience, I can relate to that. You know, it's it's one of my favorite photos is uh, me holding up a what I thought was a pretty big bass that I caught ice fishing once upon a time when I was a kid. Great photo. Love it. 
So you want to make sure you get those, uh, those you know, you get those moments, you know, fun stuff. And, you know, the first thing is the, the camera. And, you know, I'm thinking most people these days, uh, you know, digital cameras are, are everywhere. Quality across, you know, from inexpensive to really expensive stuff. And if you don't have a camera, you got a phone. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't have to, to worry about, and, and I, you know, I, I have a digital camera. I have a film camera too. And I, I am a, I'm amazed that, and I, I've mentioned this to other photographers that I've talked to. It's like, you know, how do you, you know, back in the days with film, you couldn't tell what, you know, you had to really make sure you knew what you were doing. Otherwise you'd, you know, end up with nothing. Nowadays, you can just look at the little viewfinder and, yep, I got that right. Oop, I screwed that up and do it all over again, you know? You know, and the cool thing is, the even these days, you know, a camera phone or even one of those, like, disposable cameras um, take a relatively decent picture, you know? Like I said, you know, like those disposable cameras, you know, just make sure you get one with a built-in flash. And that holds true, too, for, uh, you know, digital cameras. Um, even on a sunny day like this, um, you know, having a flash, that's not a bad thing. You know, the, uh, especially, you know, kind of in the middle of the day there, that sun's straight down and everything, so you get some dark spots. So what that flash does is it'll just kind of, you know, fill in some of those darkly lit areas, uh, you know, during the day. And of of course, certainly at night as well, um, of course. And the nice thing, at least with those disposable cameras anyway, you know, or even an inexpensive camera. um, Plus, if you know, if it gets dinged up or dropped in the water, you're only out, you know, a couple of bucks or something. So it's not uh, not all that expensive. Certainly, obviously, the disposable ones, if, if it's a regular you know camera with a card in it and everything, those are a little more expensive. But the other thing, too, uh, that speaking of memory cards here, too, another tip to uh, remember, um, no pun intended, uh, make sure that you do have, you know, plenty of memory cards and batteries along as well um, doesn't do any good out in the middle of the water to be out without one or the other. Speaking from experience here, it's like bring the gear along and you got it's like all ready to take the picture and it's like you forgot to put the card in the camera. I hate when that happens. <laughs> the batteries run out. That happens too. So. It's a little nice. It's not so bad now that the weather is getting decent. In the cold weather, the batteries especially get really, uh, uh, really drain in a hurry in the uh, in the cold weather. Of course, it doesn't help you know in the middle of summer too. To you know when it's a hundred degrees out that you leave the camera sitting in the sun. That doesn't help it either for a lot of other reasons. But anyway. And, you know, if you do bring a a camera along, you can store it in a a waterproof Ziploc bag to keep it out of the elements. And, you know, so 
something to uh, something to think about as well. I've got a waterproof case for my camera phone anyway, and <laughs> learned that lesson the hard way several years ago when I dropped my previous phone in the uh, in the Mississippi. It worked. I got it to work again, but it just didn't work as well as maybe it used to. So you might want to uh, think about that as well. So, um, and just moving on a little bit here, since a lot of a lot of you practice catch and release, uh, you know it's important to uh, to get your pictures quickly so you uh, you don't harm the fish any more than necessary. Certainly a species like uh, trout, for example, you know. Uh, get the picture fast and, and get the fish back into the water. But, and that's true for all species as well. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, um, yeah, you don't want to uh, hurt the fish any more than you should. So, you know, and if you know you've, you've got one of those picture moments, um, tell your buddy or whoever you're with to, uh, to get the camera ready. On the plus side, you can often, you know, if you do that anyway, you know, you can often get one of those uh, action pictures of the uh, of the fight, the struggle, which is always also a kind of a cool memory. And you know, you don't see that picture quite as as you know. You always see the picture of the uh, person holding the the fish, and you know, it just it's, and that's cool. Don't get me wrong; that's a cool that's a cool photo. But um, and and. You know, we all have those photos, and we all, you know, they're all, it's like, oh, I remember when I, you know, uh, those are great memories. But, you know, those action shots are always always kind of fun to get as well. So think about uh, think about that. Of course, you know, if you can. Because <laughs> usually, uh, you know, if you're with someone, it's like, you know, maybe they've got the net or whatever, you know, how it goes. And the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, if you angle the camera so you get both the fighting fish and the fishermen, you know, so much the better. That also makes for a pretty cool uh, pretty cool photo. Um, however, uh, if you can't do that, you know, once the fish is landed, for you know, time is of the essence, really. Um, and this is where maybe thinking about it a little bit ahead of time uh, kind of comes into play. Um, practice makes perfect. Same in with photos. I mean, like I said, you know, you've all seen, you know, the photos of people with their fish and, you know, really any fishing mich- magazine that you can pick up on the newsstand there. Um, you know, we've all seen them. And you can be creative and have some fun while taking pictures, but really for the most part, um, Copy, kind of copy what you see. If you're not, you know, you're not sure, just kind of copy what you see. Um, Because, you know what? It works. It really does. You know? At least get one, uh, you know, what you'd call typical shot of uh, of fish and fishermen before you get all uh, artsy creative with the camera. I mean, and if it's a beautiful day like this, you know, one thing to think about, too, you know, don't have the, the... person, you know, face the sun and, and, you know, so they're squinting and it just, it's not, doesn't work. If it's possible, find a little shaded area where, you know, don't have to do that. If you're in the middle of a boat on the water, you know, you can't really do that, but, you know, 
try the best you can. Also, you know, if you can, maybe have the uh, the fisherman lose the ball cap for the picture, or at a minimum, tilt it back a little bit so you can see, you know, his or her face. That's you know that, that and that's where that uh, flash part comes in that I mentioned a little earlier. Um, that can kind of help with the shadows a little bit, and uh, otherwise half their face seems to be in the shadow, and it just doesn't doesn't look right. It looks funny. It would be distracting, really. Um, ideally, if you can, you know, find some kind of neutral background that doesn't distract from your subject. Uh, and before taking the picture, and I know I'm throwing a lot out here at you, you know, but just, just some things to, to think about. Um, but before taking the picture, see what else is in the frame. Um, avoid having trees or other objects appear like they're sticking up from the person's head or something, you know, um, like weird antennas. And depending on how you, you, you frame the picture and, and focus and things like that, some of the times, you know, you get the background that's a little, that'll be a little blurry and, uh, you won't have to worry about that. But, um, I mean, and, and you can avoid that simply by, you know, getting close and, and zoom that lens out as wide as possible. Um, that'll do away with a lot of that distracting background stuff, you know, simply because, you know, if you fill that frame with fish and fishermen, you know, unless you've got to worry about all those other distractions. This also, you know, and if you get in close, this also reduces the possibility of cutting out parts of the picture that you're taking in uh, uh, a wavy moving boat. <laughs> so, and the and and one of the things that that I really appreciate with uh, certainly with digital photography whether it's and, and whether it's a you know camera phone or a, a inexpensive digital camera or even the expensive stuff um, you know you can instantly tell if the picture turned out and retake it if it didn't I mean that's simple enough it's like okay this looks a little out of focus I'll, t- I'll re- just retake it boom you know? then once you've got your your Saver shots, so to speak. Then if you want to get a little creative, hey, that's cool. Headshots are also cool, especially, you know, if you've got the, the, the fly or lure still in its mouth. Um, another little trick that you can uh, use to make that fish seem really big uh, is uh, have the fisherman hold the fish away from his or her body and toward the camera. And I think if you look closely at some of those photos in, in the, the magazines, that's kind of what they do a little bit. You know, it's, I don't want to say it's really, it's, it's kind of cheating, but it's not, you know. Make it look, you know, you know her six-inch bluegill looks like it's about 14. And no, it just doesn't quite work that way. But, you know, depending on how you angle the photo and or the camera and the fish, and you can make it look, Bigger than it is. It really is. You know, the other thing, too, is you know, if you want to get close-ups of, say, the uh, uh, the beautiful colors of a bluegill, and they certainly are, or uh, certainly the, the beauty of a, uh, a trout, you know, do it right after you catch the fish. 
Um, certainly if you're going to, you know, like if you're going to keep the bluegills, you know, or perch or something, you know, get those pictures right away um, because a lot of times those brilliant hues and colors are, you know, they're going to fade away a little bit after the fish has, uh, has expired. Assuming, of course, again, you know, that you're, you're going to be keeping it. So, and certainly, you know, some of my favorite pictures are of, of trout, um, you know, just the, the color and, and, and everything. Um, and, but yeah, those are other people's, not the ones that <clears throat> I never catch. So it's someone else's <laughs> trout, let me put it that way. But yeah, um, that's, yeah, me catching is a whole nother issue, but anyway. But yeah, it just you know, I love those photos. You know, of a, a fresh caught trout lying on the grass with the rod laid out beside it. Just it, it gives a nice perspective, and it's a nice natural setting. It's just a a, a nicely composed photo. You know, and again, you know, you don't have to just hey, you got a picture of your buddy holding the fish. Hey, that's cool too. You know what? Um, again, you just kind of want to. Uh, you know, get that photo, and if you're going to release the fish, get it back into the water right away. You know, you don't have to be all artsy craftsy and everything. Maybe if you get a little more comfortable with it, you can. Um, but otherwise, it's uh, yeah, you know, it's fun. But yeah, again, you know, if you're looking for ideas on what I'm talking about here, obviously I can't really show you. It's the radio. Um, but yeah, study those fishing magazines, and and you know, when when somebody is holding up, you know, a nice fish. You know, study that photo. Um, and, and it's like, hey, I like that. That works. This is how it's all set up. And even if you're not a photographer, you know, uh, you know, and you've got a camera, you've got your phone or whatever, you can still get those, you know, the same kind of photos. Um, and, you know, it just, it just think about it. And, and, you know, get those really cool photos. Maybe, you know, maybe, it, maybe it is. You know, something that you end up hanging on the wall someday. You know, a nice presentation. You know, and, and you know maybe you catch that trophy. You know, or your buddy catches a trophy of a lifetime. You know, and you get that nice photo of the fish out in the water. You know, in the boat or whatever. That'd be cool, right? You know, you know, you get that fish mount. You get the mount, and then you've got that maybe right below it or something like that hanging on the wall. You got the photo of the fish out. Of, you know, fresh caught in the boat. Yeah, that's a cool way to. Uh, just add a little bit more to that display. That's definitely cool. But hey, you know what? If it's your son or daughter's five-inch bluegill, hey, that can go on the wall too, or on the refrigerator, or wherever you'd like to put it. You know. But the main thing is you've you've got those memories, you've captured those memories, and you know you can hang on to that stuff forever. And that's the other cool thing about you know digital photos and stuff. You know, you can just store them on a card or a disc or computer somewhere and man you got those things forever you're close enough anyway so but yeah it's uh that's always always a good you know capture those memories don't be uh, don't be afraid to do that okay it is uh, coming up on 844 i want to take a break and come back in just a couple of moments as wkty outdoors continues in just a few moments on wkty 96.7 fm 580 a.m 
What's a neighbor? Someone who lives next door? A person who shows kindness or helpfulness? Well, both are correct. You can help your neighbors spruce up for spring at the Habitat for Humanity's annual Neighbors Day, April 27th from 8 to 3. Habitat volunteers will help our neighbors with outdoor cleanup, window cleaning, or whatever they can do. If you live in the city of La Crosse and want to help out, submit the form for Neighbors Day at HabitatLacrosse.org or just give them a call. Neighbors Day, April 27th from 8 to 3. Neighbors, it's what it's all about. As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Are you the type that can just grab the bull by the horns, tackle multiple projects head-on without missing a beat? Bring your mastery of all things awesome to Midwest Family Broadcasting of Lacrosse. Become one of our amazing sales assistants. It is one of the most fun places you'll ever work. You'll be taking care of behind-the-scenes stuff, working directly with crazy, amazing marketing professionals. So if fast is your speed, you have an eye for detail, you don't let interruptions derail you, and you're a master of InWord, PowerPoint, and Excel... Be a part of something big, helping small businesses grow, working on events and promotions that help people right here in our community. You'll get full-time hours and full-time bennies, 401k, and a very competitive wage based on experience. Fill out an application at mwfbroadcasting.com and email sales coordinator Corey Moran at sales at mwfbroadcasting.com and set up a confidential interview. It's fast-paced and it's a lot of fun at Midwest Family Broadcasting, an equal opportunity employer. Baseball is back. It's time to get to Miller Park. Well, it's still Miller Park. So hop the bus and see the Cubs, the Reds, the Phillies, and even the Twins. Brewers bus trips to Miller Park are up now at RadioStuffStore.com. And thanks to Walsh Golf Center, tickets are dirt cheap. Excellent seats, deluxe motorcoats, transportation, and pregame tailgate party for all bus trips to, well, Miller Park are as low as $59. Get your tickets now at RadioStuffStore.com. KTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And let's uh, jump into some uh, news here. Uh, it's a scary, you know, it's like maybe they need to come up with a campaign that's like, Real men wear life jackets. Uh, story out of uh, from the Minnesota DNR here that uh, um, reminding folks to 
wear their life jackets during the spring cold water season. Yeah, that water is what mid forties. Yeah, that uh, that'll shock you no matter what. That's cold. Um, and you know, of course, and I'm like, I got no problems wearing one ever. Um, I don't swim, so <laughs> like, uh, well, no, uh, it's, it's just it. It, it's not an it, it's not optional. I'll I'll wear one no matter what. And I mean, there's different kinds out there, whatever. Uh, you know, the inflatable ones, and you know, just the the big old foam ones, for lack of a better term. You know, having one uh, on, not just having one in the boat. Um, I don't agree with the Minnesota DNR. It's like. It's having one on, and, and if you fall in the water, it significantly increases the chances of surviving a fall, certainly into to cold water. And you know the the thing is with that, uh, if if you've ever fallen in, uh, you know, ice fishing or you know, well, really any cold water anyway, just the shock of falling into that cold water, uh, you know, triggers that that you know you just kind of like <gasps> get that gasp reflex going here and. If you're in the water, a lot of times that just means, you know, you're going to be inhaling the water. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know. But having that life jacket on, you know, help keep you your head above water, or maybe calm down a little bit and maybe get some help before uh, before hypothermia sets in. And it'll set in, you know, and, and you know, you think it's like it's going to be, what, 71 today, 80 tomorrow. That's just the air temperature. The water temperature, totally different. Um, that water, uh, yeah, that'll, yeah. Take the life right out of you pretty quick, you know. And, and according to Minnesota, anyway, uh, more than 30% of boating fatalities occur on cold water, and uh, accident records show that the victims are disproportionately male, you know. The trend is that men between the ages of 20 and 60 are most likely to drown while boating and are the least likely to be wearing a life jacket. So, and the other thing too is, uh, uh, according to the DNR, uh, cold water drowning victims in Minnesota are much more likely to be anglers than any other type of recreational boater. So, put the life jacket on. It ain't rocket science. Huh? even if you can swim. Some other fishing news here from Minnesota. The uh, DNR reports uh, a uh, they, they caught a commercial fisherman caught a, a silver carp on the St. Croix River up near Prescott during uh, routine spring netting. Uh, the most recently captured silver carp was a 26-inch male weighing 7 pounds. Um, DNR Invasive carp specialist secured the fish and transported it back to the area office for further processing. And uh, the DNR is working with the commercial fishermen to uh, conduct additional netting at the uh, at that location on the river uh, once the fish was discovered. Um, not a huge, you know, and certainly for commercial fishermen anyway, it was just one, uh, one fish. Uh, the DNR says that, you know, Obviously, they're concerned about the impact of invasive carp on the St. Croix River and other Minnesota waters, Mississippi included. 
Um, an individual adult fish captured doesn't indicate reproduction or an established population of silver carp on the St. Croix. So, but yeah, they you know they catch one here, they catch one there. So, it's filling you in about the about that as well. Uh, lastly, here. Uh, corrected survey results from uh, the Conservation Congress uh, still show broad support for reviving a program that offers bounties for deer carcasses infected with chronic wasting disease. Uh, the Minnesota DNR on Thursday revised totals from a, a survey of from the Conservation Congress, uh, a citizen group that advises the agency, and if you don't know. Uh, the original results showed uh, the, the deer payment program uh, showed 64% in favor, 36 against. Uh, the corrected results show 57 in favor, 30, or 43 against. Uh, the DNR says the mistake in the tally was made when merging results from the online survey uh, and those who answered in person at the uh, the spring hearings earlier this month. Um, and if you haven't heard about this, uh, the, the plan calls for paying hunters and landowners between $750 and $1,250 per CWD-positive deer and $300 to businesses that open carcass drop-off sites. So you've uh, still people, still a majority in favor of the, uh, in favor of the program, and we'll have to see how that all, uh, how that all plays out. It is uh, coming up on 854. I've got to take one last break here and then uh, be back to wrap up WKTY Outdoors. Here on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. of the hot spots where the fish are biting and you're thinking, can my old boat and motor get me there? Here's a solution for that. A new Bennington pontoon that's powered by a new Yamaha four-stroke outboard. Available at Powerhouse Marine. Not only will this provide you with a way to get you to the hot spot, but you can also enjoy the day on the river with your family doing some great sightseeing. Or if you're more a fishing boat kind of guy, how about a new low fishing boat with a Yamaha outboard? A new low boat is great for not only fishing but also pulling water skiers nobody knows boats and pontoons in this area like the guys at powerhouse marine wants to help you find your own hot spots check the different hummingbird helix fish finders also available maybe you just need a new trolling motor powerhouse marine has a great selection of new minkota trolling motors so whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a bennington or a new low fishing skiing boat check with powerhouse marine and get to your hot spot if you like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Assembles balloon animals. He's going to want to come up in here, too. And then Albie's going to get his face paint during the breaks. Card tricks. Balloon animals. No, bro. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Then the weirdo who comes in and does caricatures. For hundred bucks, that guy will want up in, in in here. Mimes will be knocking down my door. Tie dye T shirts, animals, and all things like we used to do when my kids were kids at their birthday parties. No, bro, you can't come in here and just stay at South by Southwest and do your tricks. 
No, I'm not going to pick a card. Any card. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And just a couple of moments left to uh, to go on the uh, on the program here. And just uh, again, if you're looking to uh, to get out this weekend, you know, and just and uh, find those places with uh, with the current seams. Yeah, maybe try for some walleyes there. It's 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 a great time, you know, like I said, with the exception of the high water, which you can't really overlook, of course, but uh, it's a, a great time to get out there and, and uh, you know, find those walleyes, catch those big old walleyes. Maybe find a few perch in there as well and you know, give it a try. You know, you, uh, you know, like I said, you've got plenty of places to uh, to find. Uh, the other option, too, and I'm just uh, I'm looking at the uh, uh, report here from the Driftless Angler, uh, is that, uh, I mean, we're looking at a great weekend for some, uh, uh, some trout fishing. If you're, uh, if you're of a mind to try that anyway, um, the reporting, the rains didn't really do much for the, uh, the trout streams and, and, you know, the water levels are pretty good. Um, water temperatures are in a, a good range. And uh, it looks like, uh, you know, certainly with this warmer weather, we're going to get some decent hatches this weekend. Um, a lot of caddis hatches, I think, are probably, uh, according to Matt anyway, uh, olive hatch is still around a little bit. Um, maybe try that, uh, you know, break out the pink squirrels and uh, brush hogs. And according to this, anyway, uh, leeches and streamers are still catching fish, and you can run into some larger fish in the lower sections of the creeks right now. So, you want to catch some nice trout? Give that a try. Anyhow, i got to wrap the show up for this Saturday. I certainly thank you very much for uh, joining me this morning on the show. Thank you, for, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for spending some of your busy weekend time with me. Appreciate it. I do. I certainly want to thank uh, Tony Ryerson for sponsoring the show and certainly thank uh, Our House Marine, new hotspot sponsor here on the show. So thank you guys. Appreciate that as well. So until next Saturday, you have yourself a tremendous weekend. Happy Easter. May you, uh, may you have a, a blessed weekend and hopefully uh, be able to spend some quality time outdoors. Hopefully it's not going to be all yard work. You get a little time to do a little recreating, even if it's just a nice, you know, walk around the neighborhood or something. Get outside and enjoy the beautiful weather that we've got here in our area. Maybe if you're lucky, you get a chance to do a little fishing. Like I said, walk in the woods, whatever. And if you do get the chance, you know, take the kids along because it's a great opportunity to teach them the joys of the outdoors. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse. 6-7 FM, 580 AM.